welcome to the Health Perspectives Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Moore. Today, we have another great topic. We're going to be talking about all things cardiac rehab. And today in the studio, we have two guests. We have Bo Proctor. He's our system manager for cardiac rehab. So welcome, Bo. Thank you very much. And we have Wanda Nix, who is our supervisor for cardiac rehab in the Gainesville location. So, hey, Wanda. Hey, Mayor. Good to see you. You too. Okay, so we're just going to start off with a little bit of basic information and talk a little bit about just what is cardiac rehab. Um, Cardiac rehab is a medically supervised program designed to improve um, patients' heart health following a cardiac event or procedure. And it actually consists, the program consists of 36 one-hour sessions. Um, It includes supervised exercise training, education, skill development for heart-healthy living and counseling on stress and other psychosocial factors. So that covers a lot. It does. Truly. It does. We're not Mm -hmm. just looking at the patient's heart. You know, we're approaching this thing holistically with Mm -hmm. them. So... Um, as Wanda mentioned, there's lots of focus areas besides just wearing a monitor, doing some mm-hmm. exercise. We're assessing all aspects of their care. No yeah. doubt. Yes. And I bet a lot of our listeners, either they themselves may have gone through cardiac mm-hmm. rehab or at least they know somebody who has because right. we know heart disease is so prevalent. Absolutely. Yes. Um, let's see here. And one thing that we were talking about before we came on the air is that we have cardiac rehab and we do also have pulmonary rehab yes but that would be another show right definitely a plug for a future episode (laughs) absolutely that's right so who really is a candidate for cardiac rehab so um our program is a referral-based program so um certain diagnoses will warrant a referral being populated for you to join our program and um Usually those people uh, come from the hospital system, but oftentimes they can come from the office setting uh, where a physician has deemed our program necessary for their patient's progression. Um, So after we receive that referral for things uh, such as maybe a myocardial infarction or a heart attack, um, stent placement, valve surgery, uh, whether it be repair or replacement or uh, bypass surgery, um, those folks would get a referral to us that we would then kind of take over their care from there. I'm just curious, like how many patients might you have in the program at one time? On a typical day, like Gainesville is open on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Mm -hmm. And how many on average right now would you say Um, you're seeing? Between our phase two and phase three participants, we have around 65 to 70 a day. Right. Mm -hmm. That's pretty big. In Brazelton, um, they are not currently offering phase three, but the phase two patients in the program um 50 and up per day monday wednesday friday okay but enrolled is even more than that so just based on attendance each day Mm -hmm. so am i right when you're talking about these different phases they're different yes differently supervised perhaps yes so Mm -hmm. um phase one uh, we'll just break down all three one do you want to do that yes um phase one we actually have an inpatient um employee, um, her name is Iris. She comes through and sees these patients when they're in the hospital still during their event. 
um, and she comes by and kind of gives them that first pass. This is cardiac rehab. We have a referral for you. Um, we're going to be taking over your care once you are discharged from the hospital. Um, do some exercises with them at the bedside and just give them that reassurance that this is going to be okay. Like we're going to, we're going to get to the other side of all this, mm-hmm. um, which I really appreciate because uh, there's a lot of fear in that moment and a lot of uncertainty. So she kind of paints a picture of uh, success and independence and things that are going to come in the future. And then from there, uh, Wanda and I are both, you know, housed on the outpatient side where the patients come to us in a gym setting. Um, and as Wanda alluded to, they come to us for 12 weeks or 36 mm-hmm. completed sessions um, while wearing a monitor, perform exercise, uh, get comprehensive assessment and reassessment while they're in there. And then uh, big graduation day mm-hmm. at 36 completed visits. And then Wanda, why don't you detail phase three sure. since that's primarily at your campus okay. there. Um, once they complete phase two, um, they will they can graduate into phase three, and it's basically it's giving them some kind of idea that we're not turning you loose. You know, they have the option of joining a gym, they can exercise at home, but we offer a phase three program through the hospital, and um, it's usually like I said, they'll they'll complete phase two and then enter into phase three, or actually a physician can actually refer them into phase three, um, and it's. It's basically, they still have the same support from the staff as they do. It's just mm-hmm. that they're not monitored. They're not hooked to a heart monitor. Okay. But, but we still address blood pressure. We address um, blood sugars. Any issue that with their physician, we still address all that. So we have participants that's coming close to 30 years now. Wow. I know. I, the only thing with this is it's um, it's almost, it's like it's a self-pay program. Mm-hmm. And it's... Um, it's $49 a month. There's mm-hmm. no contract to sign. So, you know, they're not going to be held to accountable for a contract. Mm-hmm. But um, like I said, they come because, you know, they feel safe. You know? Yes. And so we, we, like I said, we continue to monitor them. We stay in touch with their physician. You know, we just keep an eye on them while they're there. That's mm-hmm. great. It's a fantastic program. And it I is. bet it really gives them sort of that peace of mind. It does. Because they're still heart patient they may be farther away from that event but it's good to know that they could call out if they need help exactly absolutely and we still you know in phase in the outpatient program we catch so many things that prevent readmissions Mm. um just by you know we catch them before the patient will even feel it you know that they're having something and we communicate and we educate and one of the things in cardiac rehab is we want them to know what happened to them yeah, you know, and we want to communicate with the family and just go over every aspect to them. And so we only have twelve weeks to do it. Yeah, but we try to pour as much education in as we can get into them. Yeah, so they know and they fully understand what happened to them. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, my my dad was a participant many many years ago, but from hearing what he said about it and other people that have participated, there's just such a sense of kind of community there yes because they not only have this relationship mm-hmm. with you guys as staff but then with each other yes and they can really form some such good support bonds. they have such a good support with one another yeah mm-hmm. it's great it is that they is truly true. do they bond um i think your face three guys in the morning Absolutely. those guys probably go get breakfast after they get done they they're do. all buddies <laughs> and i'm sure it's oatmeal and fruit aren't absolutely you? every time Absolutely. no danny's no sausage biscuits no not at all no <laughs> <laughs> so is there an option in all of this for any type of like cardiac rehab program that people can do at home 
Um, I'll start with that one. So current state, no. Um, I've been looking at a lot of different programs Mm -hmm. uh, nationwide. I've been reading a lot um, kind of from our governing body, um, AACVPR, American Association Cardiovascular Pulmonary Rehab. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of people have implemented this and uh, they're piloting home exercise as maybe their only form of rehabilitation. Um, It's kind of cool to think about our current program. It already is a hybrid program because we're not just asking them to only exercise with us. We want them at a certain point to start exercising at home independently and adding that to their rehabilitation. But as far as solely home-based, we're not to that point Mm -hmm. just yet. What about, can we talk just a little bit about maybe some of the exercises that you guys do? Yes. um, When they come in um, for the phase two program, we start them out um, and it's an individualized program. So it's not the same for everybody, but um, they'll start out by um, doing a six minute walk test just to kind of give us a little bit of a baseline on where they are, where to begin their exercise at. And we have a variety of treadmills, um, recumbent box, air dines, seated ellipticals, standing ellipticals, just a several variety just to give the patient um, the best kind of possible workout that they can do that suits their needs. Mm-hmm. Options in mm-hmm. case they have limitations. Absolutely. Areas, mm-hmm. chronic pain, mm-hmm. back, hips, yes, that's knees, good. all of that. So kind they, of a little bit You're customized. not as limited. It totally. is. It, it really like is. Wanda said, individualized. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the goal. Yes. That's great. And if, they have, if they're you know, in, a, in a wheelchair, we're able to like move the seats off to where they can, they can exercise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very accommodating. Yeah. Very good. Very good. What about, so I think we may have touched on the fact that cardiac rehab is covered by insurance. Yes. What about, do, do we have any options for uninsured patients? We do. Um, we, I wish we had more, but we, um, we have a lot that Medicare will cover. Um, just speaking, like it'll cover 80%. Okay. If um, they have a, a supplement, um, it'll cover, the, it'll pick up the remaining 20%. But if they have like a Medicare replacement plan, that'll be a little bit different, like what they would have to pay out of pocket. And that does, we do see a lot of roadblocks with that, with the participation, Mm -hmm. if they have to pay a copay per visit. Mm -hmm. And those are things that we're just trying to overcome and try to help the patient. So the hospital's financial assistance program is a blessing. It has been phenomenal to help our patients be able to to participate in the program yes Mm -hmm. and they will actually cover our phase three program as well okay Mm -hmm. yes that's good to know (laughs) it's good Mm -hmm. so people should really be open to exploring Mm -hmm. those options absolutely there are possibilities for help absolutely going back to um, phase one too sometimes when you're in there at the bedside when these patients are still here you can identify that and i've done this many times escalated that to case management and then they get financial assistance Mm -hmm. involved while they're still in the building that way they're not referred they come to us weeks later and then say Mm -hmm. oh i can't afford this Um, we're working on it the whole time while we're waiting to get them started so that's kind of neat that's Mm -hmm. very good i'm just curious and y'all may not be able to pull this out from the top of your head but I'm just curious with the patients that you visit in the hospital and talk to about the program, do you have a feel for like what percentage say yes versus those that kind of decline? It's fun when you're at the bedside because you get more yeses (laughs) than you do when you're on the phone at at the gym. Yes, Um, you do. Once they get home, 
I'm sure there's more no's than there are when you're in their room with them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of fear involved in that. They're still in the hospital. They're mm -hmm. not certain. Um, you're giving them this vision of hope yeah. and a, a change in their you know health trajectory overall. So they want all that. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. they get home and then habits resume. And mm -hmm. they're like, yeah, I think that's a big thing is capturing these patients before they get cleared to return to work, getting them in there as safely and quickly as possible. That way they can get started and we kind of hook them. They yeah. see the benefit, they see the yeah. room, they see what we have to offer, yeah. uh, the personalities, mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. expertise that's in there. Um, it's hard to, you know, cut ties from that once you get started. Right. And right. one of the thing about with phase one is when we're at the bedside with them, you know, we try to explain all that to them. And if we can get them in yes. for phase two, Bef while and I hate it like but while they're scared you know we can <laughs> talk to them and we can you know and they just want to hear everything that you have to say and it's such an opportunity to teach them everything we possibly can yes and to connect with our families um and, and educate the families right you know we before covid we would invite everybody you know mm -hmm. please come and, and our, absolutely in our education classes and we have a dietitian on staff for both campuses and they do a phenomenal job yeah they meet with the patients throughout their whole stay with um, cardiac rehab and pretty much when a patient comes in they really want to know what can I do? Yes. And what can I eat? Yeah. You know, so those are two important questions. Uh -huh. So, you know, so we just take every opportunity we can to just educate, educate as much as we can. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. So a question that I had is, do we offer cardiac rehab at the Lumpkin or Barrow campuses yet? We do not. Okay. Um, and we... Um, I guess the winder would be closest for Brazelton mm -hmm. and the Lumpkin is closest to us. Okay. Mm -hmm. And is back to your question about how many participants we could probably bring in 20, 25% maybe. So of the people y'all yeah. talk to mm -hmm. about 20% yes. 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 Gotcha. Unfortunately. That is so unfortunate. Well, That's a national average. It so. is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is. I can imagine. Yeah. It's I a mean, little bit of a... life gets in the way. I mean, that's why they're here. These things have happened because they've failed to make their health a priority you right. take care of others you work you strive to do all these things and then you let yourself go to the wayside and now we're in the hospital bed right mm -hmm. right there's a saying about that and i can't pull it to mind something about if you don't make time for your health you've got to make time to be sick or yeah, something that's like that because <laughs> that's true. if that's you right. don't I mean, you can't, I mean, you could leave AMA, I guess, but you're going to get admitted to the hospital. Yeah. You're going to be in a bed and nobody yeah. wants to stay in the hospital. We want to get out of here as quick as possible, no. get back to life. Right. Well, just to kind of reiterate, um, can you just talk a little bit more about just the benefits of cardiac rehab? So say there's somebody out there listening right now that may be a candidate for it. Um, what would you say? Um, so I think Wanda alluded to this one that I want to lead with, but just us as a staff taking ownership of you as a patient. So uh, these people are exposed to some new things, new drugs, new lifestyle changes, um, new diagnoses that they're unfamiliar with. If you were to be, you know, in that 75% that says no and, and figure it out on your own, um, you're not going to have anybody kind of be in your wingman in this recovery. Mm -hmm. uh, nobody's going to take ownership of your drugs. You're going to have follow-up appointments scheduled. Um, they're not mandatory. If you miss them, you get a phone call. But in here, like 
Wanda's team does an amazing job. If you miss like their 1140 class, you're getting a call at 1145. <laughs> like they're on top of whether or not you're coming. So you're expected. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a big plus to being, uh, you know, their trajectory as they continue to improve. If you were to try and do this maybe on your own at a gym membership or something, they don't care. Once you pay your monthly payment, they're not going to call you. They're not going to recruit you and, you know, check in on you. Um, they're not going to manage you as a patient, not going to look at your medications, not going to look at um, your history, your diagnoses, all of these things. So uh, right off the top, I think these patients come in and feel like, okay, Wanda's got my back in this, or she's going to take care of me. And that's that's reassuring. I, that would make mm -hmm. me want to come back as a patient. Mm -hmm. But then on top of that, um, outside of the exercise, the biggest piece of this to me is the education we're giving them. Mm -hmm. um, we see these people three days a week for mm -hmm. an hour each time. That's a lot of other opportunities to make really bad decisions or good decisions. So just teaching them, uh, giving them some tools for success so that when they do make a decision, what am I going to eat for dinner? Or where are we going to go out to eat for my son's graduation or what have you? Um, they can make those successful decisions on their own. Um, being better prepared um, from like a mental health standpoint, taking on the psychosocial aspect of these things, giving them the tools to succeed in that, um, whether it be education or just like formal assessment and referring out. Like if somebody does need some additional help, uh, that's something we have no problem trying to do for them. Other benefits that you want? Well, um, it also improves their confidence. Mm -hmm. I, we see that a lot and it, um, their stamina and, you know, just their overall well-being. Right. And, you know, um, Bo was talking about, you know, this is like national average, but it showed, you know, that 47 percent um, a lower ri risk of death and a 31 percent lower risk of a heart attack for those who attend cardiac rehab versus if they just attend one session. Wow. So it's a huge, huge thing for them to attend. Huge mm -hmm. It is. It really is. I mean, yeah. I think a lot of that goes to the confidence that we give them. Um, mm -hmm. I've been doing this um, since 2019 now, and I would say my first year as I was soaking things up, I realized how much fear was involved in this whole thing. Yeah. I kind of took that for granted. Yeah. Um, after I realized that was such a big piece, I really started pouring into that during the orientations and the one-on-ones mm -hmm. that I did with my patients mm -hmm. and just trying to like reassure them. And I think that keeps them coming back because that reassurance leads to home exercise, independence, mm -hmm. and then them continuing this thing on post-graduation, whether it be a program like phase mm -hmm. three or whether it be, you know, at their clubhouse in their neighborhood or at a gym membership independently. So being able to show them and just kind of, I, I read recently in an AACVPR post, um, this person mentioned it as holding the lantern for them and just guiding them. That's all yes. we're doing. Mm -hmm. Like they have to come, they have to do the work, but if you just hold the lantern mm -hmm. and show them the way, they'll follow you. And mm -hmm. I think these people do, they see you they trust you they mm -hmm. develop that relationship with you they and really the do. next thing you know mm -hmm. they're they're blowing the doors off the place and you're having yeah. to slow them down a yeah. little bit like yeah. hey you're doing too much hold <laughs> exactly. on exactly that's great that you kind of took into consideration what you observed as some of the things that might hold them back and totally. just yes. go ahead and speak to those fears yes yeah that's the, very good <laughs> The patients, you know, some of these men, they come in and they're they're not going to tell you those things. They're not open. Mm -hmm. But if you keep giving them that opportunity, that one on one um, face to face conversation, mm -hmm. it's going to come out eventually. We're, we're just together too often, three days a week. Mm -hmm. It's not like a one time and done type thing. So yeah. they build a relationship, a rapport with you and they admit some things to you You're like, oh, man, we we got to work on this. Like we got to yeah. take care of this. I've got 12 mm -hmm. weeks to do it, mm -hmm. but let's start now. Yeah, absolutely. That is great. 
and like I said, it's just so important they know what happened. So the, the initial visit, we do what we call an orientation, and we spend probably an hour and a half with them and going over their medications and, you know, showing them what that cath report looks like, you know, yeah. and hey, this is where your blockage is, and there's more to just a cholesterol panel, the, how this all plays into part to where you're at today. Yeah, and you it's know? a lot for a person to absorb. At, truly. It truly is. They have my mm-hmm. chart. They have access to these things, but they're not trained to interpret it or understand mm-hmm. it. So us mm-hmm. being able to literally take the monitor and spin it around and mm-hmm. show them yes. their heart and their coronary arteries, mm-hmm. it's probably it, a reality check for a lot of yeah, these guys. Yeah, it is. It out. really is. It almost seems like there's a component of this program that's almost a little bit like patient navigation because you really are helping them interpret yes. some things. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't think that's by accident. I think yeah. that's mm-hmm. by Wanda's development of this program over time, the Brazelton program feeding off of that. We, we're we not casually like taking these people in and just go use the equipment and take off and go. Like right. We care about these people mm-hmm. like if you hang out with wanda for a minute you'll see like she <laughs> no doubt i don't want to say love that's a strong word but she does man like she cares for these people and these patients and they feel it and that's why they keep coming back yes <laughs> yes she really does and it's, it's a, genuine well tell me this we have really covered a lot of good information but is there anything that you guys can think of that we haven't talked about that you feel like we should hmm as far as cardiac rehab you know i want to say one thing um how you get into the program is you do need a referral from a physician you know they have to have an order before we can see them and so that is one thing like how would they where would they begin and it would of course um at our hospital we um we have the automatic order set so from phase one it, the order will automatically roll over to phase two for us. But okay. that doesn't always happen in like the like Habersham and Stevens counties. So okay. we kind of um, partner with them to help get those referrals to let them that we can route those referrals to them. Okay. So no patients get missed. Good. Mm-hmm. To That's piggyback good. on that, um, so we actually have a job title, uh, the pre-certification specialist. There's one at each campus. They're the gals behind mm-hmm. the scenes making sure that that happens. So um, the question you asked earlier, is it covered by insurance? They're mm-hmm. kind of the safeguard to prevent you from getting a bill in the mail that's astronomical for you know coming in and using exercise equipment. I can understand people not thinking that you know the value of that. I wouldn't have done that if you would have told me it was going to cost this much. So yeah. um, we're really... Uh, preventative in that mm-hmm. regard trying to make sure nobody's catching a bill that they didn't expect good yeah that's mm-hmm. great and then just as far as like the day-to-day activities um i know coming in i wouldn't know what like an exercise physiologist is i would it would have been the first time i ever met one so mm-hmm. um as far as the roles in the gym you have nurses such as Wanda mm-hmm. and myself and then there's also exercise physiologists or eps and those guys are kind of trained on how to progress these patients safely and then the nurses are we're coached up in that as well but we're kind of the safeguard the clinical piece of the puzzle trying to support them uh holistically looking Mm -hmm. at all things not just you know exercise or just cardiology but um you know this guy's renal function's out of control we need to escalate Mm -hmm. this or Mm -hmm. their blood sugar's terrible we gotta Mm -hmm. you know do better with these pieces medication or diet whatever it needs to be so we communicate with the physicians a lot a lot (laughs) a lot well, I'm glad you all mentioned mm-hmm. that because it sounds like there's a lot of different roles in mm-hmm. this program. It is. Definitely. Well, guys, thank you so much. Thank, thank you for thank having you. us. Thank you for oh. having us. Thank you for spreading the word. Absolutely. And just to our listeners, I would just say if you're ever approached about proactive programs such as cardiac rehab, please do give it a chance. Keep an open mind because 
your help is really worth it. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.